Like a year or something. That's right, a full year. Or actually, well, actually, so I think the last one was released on May something or other. So okay, so not a full year. Not a full year, but not even coming close. up in the anniversary. Really, we're still a couple months away. We're, but we're, yeah, it's getting close. We fought our way back to the airwaves after they took us down. Yeah, the man. Yeah, yep, and they by, did. by the man, I mean us. <laughs> We just didn't really yeah. record another one. We had just been uh, hanging out, doing our thing, and uh, not really just doing a podcast. That, that's true. That, that, that's kind of where it's at. Podcasts have not but, happened. Uh, hopefully you've all been okay with that. Um, and you I know, know I have been. I, I know there's one of my coworkers who... I think he doesn't want to listen to the old podcasts, but he wants to listen to our podcast. Well, why would you want to listen to that garbage anyway? I, I don't know. So, I mean, uh, for some reason, he wants to listen to the new one, which I can't imagine why either. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you well, know. Let's hope he regrets it by the time he's done listening to this. Yeah. So, yeah, we're anyway. trying to get down to zero listeners. <laughs> that way we can just stop recording this thing. No, that's not true. That's not um, true at all. <laughs> well, let's see. Usually, we do start off with some drinks. Um, I got some... Uh, exotic ones here yeah. at the store this morning. Oh, you got it's some a, it's frightening still, drinks. It's still uh, it's still a little early for beer. I thought you know. Is it, that beer? No, it's not beer. Oh, okay. So uh, it looks like beer. That's right. It almost looks like beer. It's got a nice uh, clear, almost Miller Lite feel to it. But uh, it's also from a company that does brew beer, Goose Island. Yes, and uh, but this is from the soda section at my local grocery store, and it says where, it's where are they located? Goose Island. Uh, Goose Island is actually located in Chicago, I believe. Okay, uh, which I, there's more about Chicago in a moment because I'm going to Chicago very soon. Topical, very soon. Um, that's partially why I bought it. But anyway, it says it's spicy ginger soda. So I'm going to put my microphone <laughs> down here and open a couple of these up and see what we think. Oh man. What what's what? I don't even know what's going on now. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's gonna be crazy. I think. I have a. I know I know Goose Island makes a root beer as well that I like a lot, um, but ginger soda is always a little uh, crazier. I have a well, there's weird, all, there's irrational a, fear of gingers. There's, there's so. where there's lots of weird things. There's ginger beer, yeah, which is pretty intense. But and that doesn't have any alcohol in it generally, generally now. But this is just spicy ginger flavor, um, natural soda it, made with 100% cane sugar. See, so it's uh, all natural, dude. Yeah, I guess we'll have to take a drink here. It grows in the ground. I'm drinking. Definitely has a bit of a ginger smell to it. Um, still somewhat sweet. Oh, ha, ha. Wow! Oh <laughs> man! Wow! You you took a bunch, huh? I. It's all right. <laughs> That it's definitely sweet. Actually, it, it's definitely sweet. It reminds me of uh, a couple years ago, um, one of the Jones sodas. Uh, what part of the holiday Jones soda pack? Oh yeah, was uh, a gingerbread cookie. Yeah, one How and uh, we didn't get the full holiday pack, but they made some six packs or four packs or whatever of the good of one. the gingerbread cookie one, which was 
I think that's what it was called. I I don't remember, but it was it was a little bit more you know it had a, it was like this except it had a little bit more more of a cookie flavor okay. maybe with it. It was still pretty it was still pretty gingery because it's Jones Soda. They got to make it kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is not bad actually. Yeah, I would probably like it more if I liked ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, but in spite of the ginger, it's not that. Yeah, the flavor. It's not all just oh man, what am I doing here? It's like. It's kind of a sweet soda with like a, a <laughs> what am I doing here? A gingery aftermath. Huh? So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, interesting. And uh, since I've had any of these sodas from Goose Island, they've they've redone their label too. It looks pretty snazzy. That's good. I stuff. mean, this is the soda label. I'm sure I, the beer label they haven't redone that much, but right, yeah, you know. So yeah, the reason, like I said, Chicago uh, is because a couple days from now, probably by the time you actually hear this, I will be in Chicago, um, which is uh, yeah, there's a, a convention going on for the main project that I like to work on is a Drupal the the it's a content management system. I'm getting all geeky on the programming over here, hey, but that's you know, what this it, is for th- so that's what for I do it. for a job. So you know, work on programming stuff. And most most of the time, I do work with this Drupal content management system. So, uh, a lot of the people who are uh, really involved with the content management system are already there in Chicago, and uh, they're pre-gaming. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna join all of them, and there's gonna be like three or four days of just kind of learning about lots of cool new coding stuff. So, so when you when you talk about people who are already there, do you mean like your coworkers or just people? Who are going to this thing to people that I follow on Twitter that have to oh, do with Drupal? All right, all right. I just retweeted a minute ago. Somebody looked at, at the conference is happening at a nice big Sheridan hotel. Okay, and apparently if you're live if you're staying in that hotel for the week, they actually have like DrupalCon labeled key cards for the rooms. Oh, so I guess it's got the DrupalCon photo right on branded. There. So. Apparently, if you registered early, they're also giving, uh, with, with some of the rooms, uh, uh, DrupalCon pajama pants. <laughs> um, I'm not, we're not staying at the hotel. It's a little pricey. Yeah, so we're be. staying a couple blocks away. It'll, it'll, it'll be okay. Are you staying in another hotel? Yeah, another hotel. Okay. Another hotel, yeah. It's, it's downtown Chicago. There's plenty of hotels. Yeah, I would think they would all be pretty expensive, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one we got, I think, is pretty cheap. But yeah, well, I can't talk about it too much because work is paying right, for it. And yeah, no, we're gonna have to go into monies and all that. You know, but you know, not it, necessary. It's it's gonna be fun, and I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to it. But that's not really why we're here, besides to drink Goose Island. Good stuff. Good stuff. The the local beer <laughs> slash soda of Chicago. Um. So. Why don't we just get into it then? Yeah, uh, what what do we want to get into? There's so much. What you've been watching lately? What you've been watching? What you've um, been watching? Yeah, let's see. Well, I actually decided to, for, for the first year or so that I had the Netflix, I was running with two discs at a time. Yeah. And uh, a couple months ago, I decided to kind of cut back. You just you one took, the, uh, took a page from my book there. Yeah, you've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Um, but I finally decided, like, I have a, a instant queue that's almost as big as the non-instant queue. So I'm like, you know, there's at least plenty to watch when in the off chance that I want to watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's no Netflix disc at my house. So 
Um, my, yeah. my instant queue is probably twice as big as my my real queue at this point. Well, mine isn't because I have all se- all seven seasons of Star Trek Next Generation in there. But, you know, no. um, which I might just borrow from one of the guys at work. But, well, anyway. I'm watching that already. But, anyway. On the internet? Yeah. Through the internet. Wow. Thanks to the wow. Inter- special thanks to the internet for allowing me to watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Um, let's see. What else have we been watching? Well, I've been keeping up with some TV shows. Um, my favorite still is uh, Chuck. Yeah. He's a, he's a computer geek, and uh, he's a spy. Now. He's, he's, a, he's like a full-fledged spy. I would think and, plenty of people would have heard of Chuck by now. Yeah, no, I'm sure people have. But, yeah. you know, I, I enjoy that a lot. Um, second favorite uh, is probably Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Fillion from little, Firefly. Little Nate Philly. Yeah, he, does, he's hilarious. Does anyone call him and, that? Uh, no, I, I don't uh, think so. Well, they but should. I don't really see him... As himself, very often, I mostly just see him as this character, Rick mm. Castle, on the TV show. So, I mean, they're still kind of similar. I, I get the idea from at least all the outtakes I've seen of Firefly and Serenity. Like Nathan Fillion likes to keep everybody having a fun time and likes to joke around. Seems like it. you know when he's not on camera and and a little bit you know well his characters <coughs> always have a little bit of a fun loving aspect to them. I think so. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's a fun show. I mean, he plays a mostly serious character, but yeah. As a writer, novelist who uh, shadows a detective, I'm, I'm not sure. It seems like now it might be more of a romantic interest thing than. Uh, Is it kind of a? Does it go with the like mystery of the week format sort of thing? Mostly, or, yeah. Mostly, or is there like mostly. an overall? I mean, there's story you know, to it? like any mystery of the week format type thing. There's kind of a a slow character progression over okay. a while. You know, like I mean the the woman that he's the homicide detective that he's shadowing she has a boyfriend this season for the mo- for the most part and uh, it comes up a little bit yeah but you what know what are you it, gonna do it, yeah so it's it's interesting uh not sure what's gonna happen there but i imagine it'd be really hard for them to bring someone like that in and not have them be like someone the audience doesn't like Right, no, yeah. it's it, always, it's good. It's always like a roadblock between the. I mean, he doesn't show up too much either, and you know, like uh, Castle has his daughter and his mother that actually live with him, and uh, you know they kind of show up in a, for a couple minutes in every episode and oh, okay. kind of have their own little problems they're working through or something. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mostly kind of the murder of the week format. Every once in a while, um, they do like a two episode one where w- last season they had one where it was like there it was this like person who had done a whole bunch of serial murders in a long, in, in a uh-huh. row so like by the end of the first half hour of the first episode it was like there was like you know three or four people murdered and they're like man we gotta get this guy you know <laughs> and then so then it took him you know a little longer uh there was another two episode or yeah there's another two episode one where somebody was actually going after one of the main characters um and then there's been a couple where they thought they figured it out and uh, in the end, they found out that it's that that it was somebody else, and that he got away, and so he might come back at oh, some man. point. So you know, he got away. Couple couple things like that, and then and Season then every once in a while, it, it comes with uh, you know, kind of dips into the backstory of some one of the main characters. Hmm. The homicide detective is really a homicide detective because her mom was kind of raped, murdered, murdered basically, and. She doesn't really know why exactly, and so she's still been trying to figure that out. So, mm. um, well, she kind of doesn't really want to talk about it, but then every once in a while, something happens that kind of 
brings that up. And you know. do you think maybe that'll come up at some point? Oh, it's been coming up every point. once in a while. So okay. you know. yeah, no, it's a fun show. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of adhere to that formula a bit, but it's still it's still pretty fun. Nice, good stuff. So yeah, those are the main shows. I, I watch a couple other ones. Well, let's see. We both enjoy a bit of Thursday night comedy. Um, we do. Parks and Rec and Thirty Rock. Par- Parks and Recreation is a great show. I like Thirty Rock a lot too. It's, yeah. it's I, really well written. Uh, and, yeah, and like the laughs don't stop on Thirty Rock, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, like there's like a joke going off every like ten seconds. You know. Yeah, it's it's definitely well paced and very quick with its with what it does. I, I've slowly come to realize that that's not really my style of humor. Most most uh-huh. of the time, okay. Not not that let, let's see, not that format necessarily, but just I don't know, Tina Fey's style of humor, is right? Not, right, doesn't always agree with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Parks and Recreation, um, I I might say that it's the best show on network television. But yeah, I also you can. I yeah. also don't have too much to compare that to. <laughs> Because I don't watch a whole yeah, lot of network yeah, television. Yeah, you don't really watch the many shows. Like oh, that's the only show you're currently watching on network television, yeah. I'd say. So. Yeah, but it uh, that show is has just from where it started to what it's become is is really incredible. Just yeah. with the amount of uh, depth and character development they put in um, for I mean for a show that's half hour weekly show, you know, standard twenty two episodes a season, like it. It's incredibly diverse, everything that they've done, uh-huh. to the point where I, I've probably mentioned this before, but I, when we were watching the last season, season two, I kept forgetting that it was all, everything that had happened all happened in the same season, you mm. know, and that wasn't yeah, yeah. like years ago that this, and it's like, uh, yeah, they, they, they've taken what they've, what they had and just worked really well with it. And, yeah, they uh, gotten it going really well, really quick. Yeah, and it uh, it continues to be great in uh, in its third season now. So yeah, yeah, everybody should watch that show. Keep it from going off the air. Yeah, and you know I think some of the old ones are on Netflix. So catch up there too if you want. Yes, so. yeah. If, uh, season one and two are available on Netflix. I would recommend getting into season two before you get into season one, just because they're season two is definitely so they're, much better. Than season they're one. so different, and actually season one is like a lot of people dismissed. Uh, the show after watching season one as like an office clone, but it's, it's so much more. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got Ron Swanson. Yeah. Ron, not going to say that Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, that, that's TV shows. I don't know what movies have we seen recently. Well, uh, actually I've been, I've been watching some other, Oh, that's right. Uh, TV shows, some more TV shows um, with Joe. Of oh, my yeah. own, um, on uh, there's a couple of cable shows that have been on recently. Um, I watched so uh, I watched The Walking Dead. Um, so, Zombies, uh, yeah. Uh, a was that A and E or AMC or I think it's AMC. AMC, yeah. yeah. Is A and E like a? That's another one. <laughs> yeah. Does that even just, still exist? Just, yeah, I think so. I okay. think so. Just just name a cable or name a bunch of letters, and it's a cable channel, right, probably. Right, yeah. Six, seven? No, um, I think no, try it's that. not. Anyway, um, good try though. So uh, yeah, The Walking Dead uh, is it's interesting. Um, it's obviously based on a 
well, maybe not obvious, but it, it is based on a comic book series uh, that kind of just started a few years ago. Um, got yes, picked up. Joe, and, you remember that some of us don't actually know all the, all the zombie comic I'm, books. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring that out slowly. <laughs> it's it's coming to me. Um, no, uh, so there. Yeah, uh, basically the the basic premise. You know, zombie zombie apocalypse, and it follows these uh, survivors. And kind of develops their characters pretty well. Okay. Um, okay. And kind of, it, it's attempting to, uh, like, I guess the standard format for a zombie movie or a zombie-oriented story is generally that everyone eventually dies, <laughs> which Hello. may happen here, but um, but it hasn't yet. Uh, spoilers. Sorry. All right. Um, there's only been seven episodes of the show. So, I mean, I, I thought a while back you said that the zombie genre was pretty much dead. I, you, I, mean, I think I, you said I kinda, that with Zombieland. You're so like, I am, I, I'm not saying I'm not tired of zombie stories, but it, so it, yeah, basic basic format is that everybody eventually dies. But what it, what happens in this show is like uh, it takes the survivors and tells their these stories and develops their characters. Really well, okay. As okay. they kind of go through trying to survive, cool. so I mean, it's it it doesn't do much different with the genre, which I think is kind of what it's in need of at this point. But uh-huh. at the same time, it's it's interesting enough that I might I'll probably keep watching it uh, for a while. All it's, right. I mean, like I said, their first season was only seven episodes long, so um, when they come back, I. That would kind of be an opportunity. I would say that would be an opportunity for them to try and go in a completely different direction. Yeah, with yeah. It. Um, but we'll see. Time will tell. Um, Have you read the comic books already? No, no, no. I, okay. I, uh, not many places around here where you can find comic books very easily. Oh, uh, that's true. That's um, true. Any, so I, I don't. Although on your Comicsology app on your app, on your iPhone, that kind of works. Is that an app? Yeah, or it's just called Comics, I guess. But the company's called Comicsology with oh, an wow. X. And I have it on my phone. It's pretty cool. Can you actually like buy digital copies, like a Kindle yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, wow. They, they, they have like most of the major publishers. And I like it because it actually, like, it when you tap, like, kind of the next type thing, like you went on a Kindle for, like, next page, it, like, it, like like, moves over to the next frame. Okay. And then kind of goes frame by frame, which... Because I always have this problem where when I'm reading a comic book, I'm like, I, I like keep looking ahead of the next page. I'm like, whoa, that looks awesome! Right, and then right. Like, you know. Oh man, but why this, is everything this, like, exploding? Just like steps you through like every single one. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool like that. So. Oh, it's cool. I might check. Yeah, that out. Yeah, you should check that out. It's just called Comics, but the company that makes it is called Comicsology with an X. How uh, how much are they charging for like issues? Uh, it's still like a buck or two. Okay. For some of them, so it's not. Really cheap, but you know, mm. I, I think the presentation's really well. I mean, the only way it's better is if you had an iPad, of course. But, sure, yeah. You know, but we'll get into that cool. later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, I was just wondering because I've been listening to this other new podcast on the This Week in Tech Twit Network yeah. uh, called Frame Rate, where they uh, talk about movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. and they've been watching The Walking Dead a bit too. Okay, on um, the two guys that host that, and they. Uh, they were saying that it actually like there, there's a lot of things that it does differently than the comic books. Like kind of spoils stuff a little earlier, or you know, hmm. move stuff around a bit. But they, they in the end, I think decided it was good. But 
they were just kind of surprised, I think. So yeah, yeah, no. It, uh, it, I mean, it's obviously it still remains to be seen how closely the show will stick to the comic because um, there's some stuff that happens in there that uh, you know, obviously hasn't they haven't gotten into yet in the show. So sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that is is okay. Um, I'll continue watching it. I think it's very popular, so it's probably not going away anytime soon. At least not. You know, they're, yeah, they're doing another no, season. It, at least. it sounded like it was popular. I was hearing about it all the time on Twitter when it came out. So yeah. Um, then uh, what else? What else did I get into? I uh, just watched um, Sons of Anarchy, the first season, uh-huh. which is an FX show um, about a motorcycle gang in Northern California. Um, all right. And. Uh, like Northern it's, California or like San Francisco? Uh, like north of San Francisco area. Okay. Like, yeah. So I'm just not sure what's north. Yeah. Um, if, if San Francisco is the halfway point in California, yeah, yeah. it's everything above that. Okay. Um, but it's not near San Francisco. It's about it takes place mostly in a small, kind of out of the way town that is mostly run by this motorcycle gang, the Sons of Anarchy. Um, okay. It stars among other people, um, Ron Perlman. Who, Ron Perlman uh, has a very best-looking guy in movies. Yeah, obviously. It's why is that guy not getting more work? <laughs> he's he's hot right now. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, um, he might not be the best-looking guy, but he does play a good Hellboy or yeah, any other thing. Yeah, he's pretty ugly. He, he's a good actor. Let's put it that way. He's, yeah, he's done he's done a lot of low-budget stuff, and he's not afraid to kind of do take a risk on some stuff. And now mm-hmm. now he's like one of the main guys on on the show. Um, which is in its, I believe it's third season now. Fourth season. It's about to go into its fourth season. Um, Sweet. And the one unique thing about the way the show is set up um, is that it's the story and all the people in it and all the, you know, everything that's how it progresses uh, is very uh, Hamlet-like. Hmm. It's interesting. And they're actually like kind of one to one comparisons you can make between certain characters from the show and people from Hamlet. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would also say there's a little bit of Macbeth mixed in there because uh, the. Uh, so Ron Perlman plays the. I don't know uh-huh. what the main king's name in Hamlet is, but he's, he's essentially the bad guy. Um, All right. And All right. his stepson is the Hamlet character. Cool. Um, cool. And then his wife... I'm not that studied up in Shakespeare, but... Yeah. So this is yeah. kind of going over my head, but anyway, keep going. The, the idea is... The basic idea of Hamlet is that uh, King comes in, kills this other king. I saw the movie once. But yeah. anyway. Uh, marries the queen, whose son is then visited by the ghost of the dead king, his father, who says, kill this usurper. Uh-huh. Um, and so he goes on a bloody rampage. Right, I remember there was a bit of killing, yes. essentially, um, and then I remember seeing the movie behind the movie. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's anyway. That's other stuff there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's interesting. Again, it's it's not. Um, I'm not super sold on it yet, um, but I I probably could be in time. Um, yeah, I I, I I have some buddies at work who keep saying, you know, "Oh, you got to keep watching; it gets gets way better." And so, all right, yeah, I'll probably. I've been trying to do that with my coworkers about Dollhouse because they all watch like the first four episodes oh, yeah. of the first season. They're like, 
Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> no. Yeah. Keep watching. That was really After a, episode six, it gets awesome. That was really a bummer what happened with Dollhouse in the first couple of episodes. Because it's like they... I mean, it was still somewhat intriguing. It just was It like, was yeah, interesting, but it didn't really get into, like, the meat of the story and what was really good about it until after they, like, kind of yeah. abandoned the the story of the week format. And yeah. Just, and yeah. went for the whole, like, They just went wide for the story big arc. old plot lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that might be the TV section, because we've only been going for, like, 20 minutes or so now, so. Oh, yeah. We should, you know. Probably, probably keep move moving. Along. Keep moving. I don't know. Let's see. Talk about movies then, I suppose. You know. Sure. Uh, let's see. Have I seen some movies recently? Hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I watched uh, a couple weeks ago. I watched uh, Crazy Heart. Oh, yeah. That was a well, well received Oscar nominated, maybe winning movie from, from uh, last, last year. year. Yeah. From last year is uh, Jeff Bridges stars in it. Uh, it was it was pretty good. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of country, but I, I liked the music decently enough. Um, well, T Bone Burnett did the music, so okay, you know, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges is really good too. I mean, it was more just kind of about his character as you know being a a country star who is well past his prime but mm-hmm. still trying to make it happen downward slope yeah yeah it, it kind of it peaks up at the end a hitting little these bit these out of the way clubs you know yeah and then he has fallen into a relationship with Maggie Gyllenhaal her, her character oh Maggie Gyllenhaal's in that yeah yeah oh. yeah she does a pretty good job yeah so and she has a son and you know, yeah yeah little boy and so yeah it is an interesting little uh well, movie really well done, I'd say. The funny part, <laughs> the the big country star that was like that he mentored uh, was named like Tommy something or other, okay. and it was played by Colin Farrell. <laughs> really, <laughs> and it, like he wow. did a decently good job, but I'm just like, what is this like Irish dude doing like <laughs> with a like ponytail hat? You know, his hair pulled back in a ponytail, singing country songs and. Like it just—it was like it, it was just like because you know because I know who Colin Farrell is and well, where yeah, he comes from. Like, you're it, like, what the heck is he doing in this dude movie? Dude hasn't been in really guy. any movies for the last few years except for roles like that. Yeah, so I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. I was so like, kind of like, where did he go? Oh, oh, <laughs> that's where. Uh, weird. Anyway, um, let's see. I don't know. Have I seen too much else? Uh, I was watching some uh, IT crowd recently. That was pretty fun. Oh, I watched a couple documentaries recently. There was a... Well, I like the art and copy documentary. It was just talking to a bunch of marketing people. Heard about about that. About creating art and, you know, marketing stuff. Um, And it was kind of interesting. It kind of follows the similar, like, Helvetica-style stuff as far as it... You know, Helvetica was another documentary, but... Mm -hmm. um, Just as far as kind of talking about marketing stuff and then also... um, you know the art of marketing uh but you know they talked to some people who like in art and copy they talked to a lot of people who've made these like huge brands you know like the people who started the got milk campaign that you know basically oh, yeah. has been running for like forever you know well like, 20 it's probably years not really like running that. anymore but, but i mean but it's yeah, still it, it, was very, successful it was very famous and, like, yeah yeah so i mean it was just interesting to see all these people and they're talking about kind of how they come up with these ideas a little bit and it was also interesting that they kind of interspliced uh some of the guys who actually like work at these 
uh, billboard companies who actually spend their time driving around the city mm-hmm. and like putting up these big vinyl billboards on big signs, you know? Yeah, it's usually when no like, one's around because I never see them do it. Right, right. Well, it it didn't look like they did it when no one's around, but yeah, you you would expect you'd see some of them some of the time. But it was kind of interesting this, to like talk about that in kind of part of it. And then also uh, sometimes between interviews they'd also put in some f- stats like, you know, Mm-hmm. Advertising is this many billions of dollars every year, you know, something like that. So yeah. it was an interesting little look at the advertising industry, which I've always been kind of somewhat interested in about. And then I saw Exit Through the Gift Shop, which is the other side of uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, other side of billboards and stuff. I <laughs> yes. saw that a few weeks uh, before that. Yeah, that and, was uh, that was kind of crazy. Uh, it didn't win Best Documentary, so we don't know who Banksy is still yet. But We wouldn't have found out. I, anyway. I know. It was a good, it was a good also, look at street art. What does it matter who Banksy is? No, it doesn't he's, really matter. His identity is what's important. Who the guy actually is? is yeah, he's a street artist. Of little he doesn't want to be known to because he'd probably get in trouble. Probably, yeah. So I understand that, you know. But yeah, it's interesting. Just you know how they originally. I mean, it it's it does a good job of kind of introducing me as the viewer to uh, what street art is. You know, right, kind of yeah. just running around at night and like you know sometimes defacing other people's art but sometimes putting up your own stuff Mm -hmm. too um but then it was also interesting that just like most of the time you wouldn't expect you could find any video of this happening except for there's this one weird dude yeah who apparently just videotapes all the time and never even looks at any of his videotapes and so because of that we have this documentary um in the end it does kind of end up being more about him than you know, I think some of my friends at work saw it and were like, "I wanted to know more about Banksy." And I'm like, "Well, that's not really the point." And well, and he's like, "This is a movie that he made," and he comes up at the start and says, "I don't think I'm a very interesting person, but you might like right. this guy instead." Right. Yeah. If it was someone else making a movie about Banksy, I'm sure they would have focused more on right. him. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you know, Banksy doesn't have that much video of himself doing stuff. This was probably just on like, purpose. We have we have hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and luckily they made it down to like a ninety minute movie. But of this guy making art and yeah. you know doing lots of stuff, so it makes for a great documentary. So once you Good kind stuff. of sp- spice it all together, you know. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we also saw a few weeks ago uh, the King's Speech. The King's Speech, yeah, that was good. Uh, Which, uh, it won most of the Oscars this year, right? So. Yeah, it was. It swept not that the you Oscars care about that, as it but, was. You know. Yeah, I. I it was, it was very well done. Um, I know a lot of people were saying it kind of it harkens back to an earlier era of movies. I'd say, and it's probably true. I mean, you know, just yeah, it's a lot of kind of more dialogue based and uh, story based, and you know, not as much of the. Really, really funny lines, unless you put all those lines in context, you know. Well, so. it's not necessarily a comedy either. No, it's not. It's not, but there are some funny moments. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, definitely uh, just a, a, an easy to watch, like, easy, um, enjoyable story, easy to get into, and, and just. Uh, let, so, it f- let it flow, you know. One thing that's interesting <laughs> is apparently they're trying to re-release it now in a PG-13 rating. I heard about that. Instead of an R rating. I, I think that's not the best idea. I don't really care idea, for that. But it, I, I mean, know. it's just it, it it's marketing people saying that we'd get even more people to watch it if we did this. Yeah, I suppose maybe. but I, I just don't – I don't know very many people who are super sensitive about that stuff. Like, Yeah. 
But I'm not. I'm not I know some. Not well, I know that there are some people out there. I just don't think it's that's that what they say. Market, but, but yeah, who knows? I've whatever. More people going to see an otherwise good movie. Is yeah, still fine. They've already still made a crap load of money off of it, much more than I thought. So it's true. Yeah, it was a good movie though. Good movie. Yeah. Um, uh, another one that I saw uh, actually the day before we went and saw the King's Speech uh, it was uh, Black Swan. Oh, which uh, I've heard that's pretty intense. That's a pretty messed up movie. Messed I up. Know. If you've heard, I, I still want to see it one of these days. So don't but, spoil uh, it too much. But I, yeah, no, I, I, I won't. Uh, I won't say too much about it. Other than that, uh, yeah, definitely not for everybody. Um, if uh, if you're not a fan of jump scares, <laughs> ah. um, and uh, I could probably endure it. And it, 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 let's see, if you were able to get through, uh, not that it's exactly the same sort of thing, but if you were able to get through the part in District Nine where he's like turning into the alien. Then yeah, I, I was able to get through that. Actually, it, it then you probably get through this, but there's a couple of stuff that happens. There's, there's a couple of things. I, that I had trouble with that like because that. it was a little like gross and disturbing. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's what I'm what, saying. You're saying that it's a li- has that? There, okay. there's a little bit of that in here. Okay, but interesting. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it's more than that. It's less of the disturbing and more of the grossing me out. But anyway, I don't know. I would say use, For your, me. use your best judgment here. If you're, yeah, if you're I'll, I'll check it out one of these days. Yeah, maybe when it's on the Blu-ray or something. Other than that, it's uh, it's it's great. It's got a lot of. Uh, um, it's very interesting. There's there's one scene at the end, especially that I think is just really very well put together and one and and uh, just right. looks really amazing. Um, so. Darren Aronofsky's known for that. He's yeah. the director. He's he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a very visual director. Yeah. So, anyway, coming on. Crazy films. Crazy. Madness. Madness. Um, mm. Do we know what's coming out anytime soon? Is there anything what's that's coming uh, out? Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, just a couple weeks from now. Actually, it opens on my birthday. It is a British film uh, called Paul. And, oh yeah, uh, the, uh, the Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Simon one. Pegg and Nick Frost kind of made it with a couple of their friends, and it looks it looks like a kind of the usual road trip movie. Um, but I think it's still going to be a little more fun than usual. Road Except trip it's movie. got a crazy twist. Yeah, because they run into an alien. Yeah. And, where, are, uh, where are they? Like in Nevada or something? Yeah, they're in Nevada. They're like looking around at Area Fifty One okay. because they think it'd be fun to check it out. Hey man, it's Area Fifty One. Oh, let's go check it out. Oh my gosh, this is a real alien. Um, the guys at work want to... Well, I'm glad I'm kind of going to be out of town because I wasn't sure. Like, A couple of the guys at work were like, Dude, we have to go see Battle Los Angeles next week. <laughs> like, Let's all go check it out. Let's go see it after work. Actually, and I was I'm like, not going to lie. I, mean, I am kind of interested in that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched too many previews for it, but I was like... It's like, okay, are we taking the same kind of Roland Emmerich type thing here? Or? Is it a Roland Emmerich film? No, it's not, I don't think. But it's still just kind of like... It's not Independence Day. It's no, more I like, know, but it, it seems like it's more from the perspective of soldiers fighting against an alien invasion. Oh yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm interested. Yeah, 
But and then also opening next week is Mars needs moms because no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh, actually, the opening this weekend was Rango and the Adjustment Bureau. Yeah, which I've actually heard that both of those are not bad. Yeah, um, actually, the Tomato Meter says they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, Rango is supposed to be surprisingly good from everything I've heard. Yeah, it's um, getting good reviews. A little more of a like. Uh, not you know, oh. for kids and adults. Actually, this is an interesting take on it. Apparently, it's actually produced in house by Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, I heard, yeah, I think I heard something. Which is about interesting because, I mean, that's the studio that's done that does a lot of the visual effects in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time they've actually like produced their own film, um, besides maybe a short film or two. Oh, okay. But. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, they're really good with the visual effects, but they've always kind of done it for other people's films, mostly live action films. But this is a kind of an all animated thing. Um, the other thing that was interesting is apparently, I think this is probably just because of how ILM usually works. Mm-hmm. Is apparently they actually had the actors on like an empty set and like act most of this out. And like they videotaped all that. It wasn't like a motion capture thing, I was more, I think it was more just. You know, you want to animate them while they're actually kind of moving around or, or yeah. you know, while watching them moving around or whatever. So it was just interesting. I think, you know, usually, like even for Pixar movies and stuff, they just have them in a sound booth saying, hey, do this, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. they usually video that for some of the facial movements and stuff. But, you know, this was like actual, like, you know, mo- moving around a little bit on a stage and actually, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going through that, which is usually, I I'm usually has somebody there when they're shooting the main stuff and they're, you know, thinking about what we're going to do for this big green screen in the back, you know, what's going to happen later. So, yeah. That's kind of interesting to me, I guess. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing about it is it's directed by Gore Verbinski. Ah, uh, yes. Who yes. did the, it did all three. He did all three of the Pirates movies. Yeah. I don't know if he's coming Pirates back the for the Caribbean fourth one. Um, and basically, like, sounds like this was, like, I don't know, whoever was in charge allowed him to make this because he did those, and uh, um, apparently you know, he's also got, producing the Bioshock movie for next year. But anyway, that's never coming out. Those guys, those movies never come out. <laughs> I, okay, dude, they okay. were talking about a Gears of War movie in 2006, and there's no no chance of that well, coming out anytime soon. I hit the wrong button on my Rotten Tomatoes app thing. Um, and it was going to show me a trailer, but anyway, now I'm good now. Yeah, so obviously it also stars Johnny Depp, um, kind of the. Yeah, yeah. Two of them have obviously worked together before. Um, and uh, Really? Yeah. It, I, I'm interested to see it, actually. Um, wasn't terribly interested before I started hearing the reviews, but it looks looks good. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you know, it's March, April. There's really not that much else coming out. I mean, unless you count, you know. The only one I'm recognizing here and even a month out is April 15th is Rio. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I no. said this on Twitter a few weeks a uh, few weeks ago, but um, I never. Whenever I see previews for Rio, I can never not think of the massive, horrible drug wars that are going on that will not be portrayed in that movie, that kids movie. Yes, yes, kids about movie. one of the most violent cities oh, in the a world. Nice city, I mean, sure, if you go to some parts, but yeah, I mean, it still looks pretty. The I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, parts, parts of it do. do. Yeah. Anyway, um, looks just, like the movie season really kicks off in on Mar- on May 6th with Thor. And um, May 20th has Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. The only reason I would see that movie is if Ian McShane has a 
like, I mean, he's playing Blackbeard, so he might be in a good amount of the movie, but he's the only reason I would see that movie. And then it looks like we've got more sequels coming May 26th with The Hangover Part 2 and Kung Fu Panda 2. I didn't see the first one. So, I think the first thing we're excited for is uh, June 3rd for... X-Men First Class. That actually, that looks pretty good. I am actually kind of excited about Thor 2. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, we'll see on that. It it could be good. It could be garbage. Um, Although, whatever. I liked The Incredible Hulk 2, and that was kind of garbage. Yeah. No, that was pretty good. (laughs) Uh, The Green Lantern comes out June 17th. Green Lantern will not be good. (laughs) And then June 24th is Cars 2. Did you watch that preview I sent you? Yes. Yeah, it looks pretty fun, I think. Yeah, I'm not... You're not sure about it? I'm not sure about it, only because it seems like when when the merchandising effort for Cars 1 was well underway, it seemed like at some point they decided to start focusing a lot on Mater's character. (laughs) Because that's what the kids think is funny. And the fact that this sequel is supposedly focusing even more on Mater... It's possible, yes. Like, I don't know. He's a fine, he's a fine character, but he's he's not. Well, I, it could be maybe there's just more of him in the previews because he has those kind of funny one-liners. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's the case, but I'm just not looking for another Cars two. Yeah, person, yeah. Or for another Cars movie. Yeah, and then um, June, July 11th, Transformers Dark of the Moon. That will be good. I know it. I oh, mean, really? It's in 3D <laughs> and it's directed by... Three, being in 3D means even better, right? Uh, yes. It's directed by Michael Bay, so it's got to be good. Um, no, actually, the, the exciting classic. one after that is uh, July 15th, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Didn't see the first one. You didn't see the first one? Okay. No, I well, I saw the first one thought it was really good. I mean... It was a little bit slower than the last couple, mm-hmm. but they also really, like, I think covered all the moments in the book pretty well. And mm. I don't know. I, I liked it maybe for that reason, because it, it was kind of the ultimate Harry Potter fan movie, you know, because yeah. it really kind of fleshed out every scene in the book almost. So it was kind of interesting. Um, July 29th, Cowboys and Aliens. Maybe yep. interesting. Probably not. That's a movie that's happening. November 18th, tw- Breaking Dawn Part 1. Oh, no, Twilight. <laughs> I'll be first in line. <laughs> um, For yeah. the Rift Tracks version of that. Oh. So, yeah, we're pretty much done at the end of uh, what the Flickster app has. For upcoming movies, although it does note that December 16th has Sherlock Holmes 2. Because we need another one of those that, two. That needed to happen. Although it says 2012 includes the Avengers movie and Men in Black 3. So. But yeah. Yeah, the Avengers movie's coming out. That, that might be good. I Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm hoping so. All right, they're not. So, let's see. So they've done two Iron Man movies, The Incredible Hulk, and then Thor. And then, oh, and Captain America. Captain America. I, did men- I didn't mention Captain America, but yeah, it's, it's there. Are those the only, like, individual superhero movies that are coming out in that, in that series? Seems the like it, I guess. Okay. 
Well, I don't know. There might be some, you know, coming up shortly before the Avengers. I'm not sure. And they and yeah, and Mark Ruffalo replacing Edward Norton as the Hulk. As the Hulk, which I thought Edward Norton was really good. I thought Edward Norton was good as well. So, but uh, yeah, that's that's business for you. Yeah, so that that's the movies, I guess. And that is the, movies. the preview. Hopefully, we can. It's all the movies come that back are with some of them more. You know. Yeah. Next time, because we previewed for like the next six months. So it's true. <laughs> so we're good for six months. Yeah. No, we should still try to do a podcast. Though. It's true. I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a good idea. And then, of course, since we since we uh, started this podcast or haven't done a podcast in a while, you got. A big screen TV and an Xbox and I did. like a whole crap load of video games. Oh man, I've been playing so many games. I mean, you pretty much need to have an Xbox to play Pac-Man, you know. Obviously, that's the only way Pac-Man can be played now is on an HD TV. I have it on my iPhone though. What? Oh, well, okay, maybe you're wrong. Don't, maybe, yeah. don't your lies make the baby Jesus cry? Um, yeah, yeah, no. But uh, what I've been no, playing most—no, I actually most, have it on my iPhone. It, yeah, I believe baby you. Jesus wasn't crying. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So yeah, what I've been playing most recently is uh, two games. Um, I am about to finish Red Dead Redemption, which is uh, the, the first the first really good Western themed video game in as long as I can remember. Um, really, it uh, it's an open world sort of thing. You get your horse, and you can go to these different towns and in, in uh, near the Mexican. You know, there's there's a Southern, like Texas, kind of area, and then there's across the rivers in Mexico and Mexico, <clears throat> um, and then there's a, a kind of a more industrialized, like civilized area that you can go to. That I'm, <laughs> that's where yeah. I am now. Um, and it, one one interesting thing about it is it basically like uh, you could tell that the developer who made it, which is actually Rockstar, made it. Rockstar, uh, who's gotten. Famous for making the uh, uh, incredibly successful Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Auto series. Yeah. Um, basically, they took this idea and of like making table tennis. No, wait, never mind. And Rockstar <laughs> Table Tennis. We can't forget that. Uh, they used their new engine on that one. Wow. But, um, but they they basically had one chance to make a game that was not Grand Theft Auto as a reward for making Grand Theft Auto. So they, made, so they made this, which is a sequel, a spiritual successor, not a sequel, to one of their previous games, uh, Red Dead Revolver, which came out on the PS2. Um, oh, I didn't even hear about that one. Okay. So they, they made this and put, like, any anything you would expect to find, you would want to find in a Western-themed game, they put in there. You can rob trains. You can whistle for your horse and then jump off, jump down on it from a ledge. Yeah, you can do. You can duel people. Um, you can play poker, uh-huh. and that's like you can you can go find you can go uh, find bounties, bring them back, uh, lasso people, horse breaking, all kinds of crazy stuff, and. Basically, they put all that in there because they were not expecting to be able to make another one, which is very interesting because the game yeah. came out last May and it was tremendously successful. They mm. had a good ad campaign going. They had, I, I mean, I was seeing ads on buses for a long yeah, time. Yeah, they, they made a lot of buses um, ads and but, uh, other ads but the game too. sold really well. Uh, made them over a hundred million dollars, I think, uh, in profit. 
That's good. Um, and uh, so, I mean, who knows if they'll make another one. But uh, And then in uh, this coming May, actually, uh, Rockstar is releasing a game called L.A. Noir, which, um, which is uh, basically takes place in like the 1920s and 30s as a – you're a, a police detective in L.A. And so it's kind of like <coughs> Roger Rabbit? Yes, exactly, actually. <laughs> Uh, you play as Roger Rabbit. And <laughs> uh, you have to, sorry, you have to use a floppy cartoon gun. Yeah, it's I, crazy. The worst part is that I think I'm that funny. But anyway, um, anyway, uh, it looked that Eleanor looks great. There's like uh, interrogation mechanics. There's investigation and kind of rolling around in a cab. They, they don't have the traditional mission structure. Okay. That they've had in the past, which is like you you drive to an area and someone gives you a mission. They actually like have missions come to your desk. Like you have a desk at the police station and you just kind of go and do whatever you want uh, uh-huh. in in any order, really. Strongbad underscore email dot exe. Is that, is that where they come in? Yep, that's it. Aha. Uh-huh. They, uh, he's got an old, he had a copy 486 uh-huh. and, uh, or 386 rather. Um, so it's just like Strongbad's cool game for attractive people. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really hope that game's good. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but and then in addition to so right before that, I actually played through uh, Mass Effect Two, um, which some people may have heard of. Uh, that's if you've seen me recently, I may have been wearing my Mass Effect sweatshirt N seven. Um, which has a big old N7 and a, a red and white stripe down the side, which is uh, I like that a lot. But anyway, uh, Mass Effect Two is you look good in it, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the best experiences with a game that I've had in recent memory. Um, it's, uh, I mean, among other things, I, I won't get too much into the story uh-huh. necessarily, but um, it. I remember feeling when I was done that I so the whole the whole time I was playing it I didn't want it to be over, which is kind of uncommon for me with a game. I like games, but when I'm playing them and especially when they're well, long, you play through most of the games pretty quickly. I, I, mean. I, I I always try to finish the games I play, so I I will start playing them and and go to the end. But like I mean, you you still end up usually getting through a game in like a week or a couple. Yeah, weeks. Yeah, like, yeah. The, that, yeah, that's that's the thing though is. Um, like, I, I will pay. I will play them pretty quickly because about three fourths of the way through, I will be like, okay, time to move on to the next thing. But I want to finish this. But in with Mass Effect Two, I was just engrossed in it the entire time. Yeah, like I still yeah. played through it pretty quickly. But I was. It was such that when it was over, I was. I was actually a little bit bummed <laughs> that it was that uh-huh. I. That the adventure was done, you know, um, and uh, and I've never really felt like that about a game before. Um, you, it's kind of like you you get to know the characters, and you div- there's the character development is such that you they become they become like you know realistic people, huh. realistic portrayals of of these people, and uh, the universe is obviously very fleshed out. I mean, anyone who's played Mass Effect knows that pretty well. Is that they they basically have a codex um, where whenever you run into something, 
you can look up a little article that's been written about it. Like, here's exactly how it works. Like, here's... It's a Actually, it kind of does British and smart, smart, but it does work like that, but in like a, a more serious way. Like, uh, here's how our guns work. We don't have individual ammo clips. Then we have a giant block, and the, the gun shaves off a little piece of that block and then, you know, fires it as a projectile. And so you have infinite ammo, basically. The only thing you have to worry about is your gun probably going to change my username. Actually, I might do it before that. <gasps> it's just for consistency's sake that I had to do that. I've been Brainpower twenty twelve has been my username since seventh grade for yeah. about everything. So yeah, no, I, I just use Cyber Dan when I'm uh, playing a video game. So <laughs> you know, because cyber is a really a present day topical yeah. concept. Yep, yep. People say you know. cyber all the time, don't they? Yeah. In, in non yeah, gross context. But, yeah, feel free to drop us a comment or you can comment I think on the Dan dot com website. Do it. Uh you know, yeah. And it, tell us maybe what we should talk about next time if we if we know what you're talking about. But, Why don't we give them the website name? Uh Dan and dot com. That's the one. Yes, that one. Until next it time. It's pretty boring, but yeah, until next time. It's the Dan and Joe Show. Thanks for listening. Ow!